Welcome back to episode number 32. How is everyone doing? Happy Friday. Happy freaking Friday, guys. Perfect. High energy, feeling great. <laughs> what, what, what happened to the full perfect? <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't want to over talk. Oh, I didn't want to speak over sure, but perfect. <laughs> how are you guys feeling? Oli, how are you doing? You good? I'm good, man. It's it's good to hear it's good to have someone ask me how I'm doing, man. Oh well, <laughs> cut, 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 cut. Right. <laughs> how you how you doing, P? All good? Always, man. He's always in a good mood. Come on. And this, is your episode, this is your episode as well, P, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> so you're here with myself, Olu, Shual, Pebilo, and Daniel. On this week's episode, we're going to be discussing ego. He's got a big ego. Such a big ego. <laughs> Every episode wow. I'm gonna be singing at the beginning <laughs> last week. Yeah, this. <laughs> Olu, if this singing at the beginning of every episode from you becomes a regular thing, then I think we need to have a separate chat as a group. <laughs> so we'll be talking about ego. Is it a good thing? Um is it beneficial or is there any side effects to having an ego? And then we'll pass it on to Pabila who will also be doing the book review. So stay tuned and let's get started. Guys, I want to, so guys, this week I wanted to talk about ego. It's it's something which um, there's many books out there which talk about how ego they lean towards more. It, it's it's a hindrance. It's not something that you necessarily want to nurture. Um, be more humble. Be more in, in the in the present. But I'm starting to see: is there a way that ego can actually start to benefit us in our mm. journey? If so, how? Um, and have you guys had thoughts amongst yourselves in your self reflection around? Should I try to flex my ego? A bit more Thanks. to get what I want. Mm. Um, but just before, just before we continue, uh, uh, on our last episode we spoke about Jay Z's deal. One thing I want to start off with is one time I know one of Jay Z's lyrics was, um, "Sometimes you need your ego. You got to remind these fools." Mm. So reminder, reminder. With that, I sort of pass it on to you guys. Any discussions you've had with yourself or friends around ego? I've never, really, I've never really spoken about it, but what? No, but, wait, wait. but what does? I'd be interested to know what does ego mean to you guys individually. Okay, do you see it as a positive or negative? That's also a good point. Too much of anything is a negative. <laughs> so um, the thing yeah. about it, the thing about it, the, if you type in ego on Google, what you find is it says a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Mm. What I've also learned in in reading a few books is that ego is not your present moment. It's something which. Uh, is in your either, in either your past or in your in your future. Mm. So it battles. It has conversations with you in those two points of mm. time. Mm. Um, and up to up to now, to Daniel's Daniel's point, it's it's kind of considered to be negative. Mm. You know, too much. But then maybe what I was saying, too much of ego definitely is negative. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's just because of the way it's being. So it's received such a bad rep in terms of leadership or just in general in, in regards to people. Because I think when people hear the word of ego. You think, oh, this person is arrogant, yeah. condescending, self-absorbed. A lot of negative connotations, I think. Yeah, yeah. to it. And I think is that's just when you go the complete like extreme of it. Mm. Some people might even say, oh, it could be narcissistical in regards to oh, um, someone that's got a lot of ego. But in terms of 
knowing your worth, there's elements of it where it's like, yo, I know my worth. Like, like, sorry that... Self-esteem, self-importance, self-worth, self-respect. Yeah, there's elements of it where you come in a room. And I think sometimes people are... You have to have the balance, yeah, in it. And I think society has made us feel like, oh, you can't come in a room and say, no, 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 I got this. You have to... Don't flex You have to come with a... Oh, I'm not too sure. I don't want to overstep anyone. I want to be reserved. But there's, there's sometimes you just want to get in a room and just be like, yo. I, sometimes I trust the person who walks in a room with a certain level of ego. Yeah, but it's like, it's just a balance. Gravitas. No, that's it. Gravitas. I like that, Daniel. I like it's that. just about having that right sense of, um, sense of balance. Like if you mm. if you're extreme, yes, for sure, you can be seen as egotistical, arrogant, and you have certain people that walk into a room and you're like, I don't really like this person. He's a little too much. He's too full of himself. Mm. Huh? Well, what does that say about you? <laughs> I, I, no, 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 no. In, in that scenario, what does it say? Sometimes it speaks more about you as an individual versus what you're seeing. That person may make you feel uncomfortable because you actually perhaps can see. Some of you in no, that person, but you're not quite there's there. a difference between. I'm just saying. I catch myself on this where if I meet someone, you know, there's sometimes you have a conversation with someone, and it's always about me, 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 me. Okay, end of conversation. Move, and you're like, "Ish, that person's very self-absorbed." So no matter that's got nothing to do with me saying, "Oh, I'm not doing what that person's doing" or whatever. No, you need to have the right. There's a difference between walking in a room and saying, "I've got this. I'm confident. I've got this. Let me run it," versus or I don't care about anyone in this room and it's just about me. And that's the part where it rubs you off the wrong way and you're like, oh, that's annoying versus having the right balance of it. But yeah, what do you, the rest of you guys think? So, so, so my, my opinion is actually, I think everyone should have some form of an ego, but then it's to this extent of, because self-confidence with anyone I think you you see the difference with people who have it and people who don't. The people who don't, mm-hmm. some of them are very, very smart people, very talented, but because they just don't have that self-belief as much, they don't progress as much as they should considering the talent and skills that they have. Then on the flip side, you see people who have got probably too much self-confidence and way too much of an ego. Look at Donald Trump as a perfect <laughs> example. And he's got himself into the White House. Now, of course, my, my personal view is everyone should have a certain level of self-confidence because you need that to, it's similar to what we were talking about in the previous episode, in terms of selling yourself, getting your message across, it's important. And if you want to impact things and get things done, you need to have a certain level of confidence in yourself. But then if it's, if it's and this is similar, echoing on Olu's point, if it gets to the point where you're, it's detrimental to others, then I think it's, that's where it becomes a bit a bit too much because you should have as much self-confidence in yourself as you can. But if it's having a negative effect on others, then I think that's where the borderline, for me, where the line is because you, you should you should always back yourself. But if me talking about myself all the time, why, why am I doing that? I shouldn't have to sell myself all the time continuously and then also have someone stand next to me feel bad about themselves. I, I think that's that bit doesn't make sense at all. But I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. No, I, t- I totally agree. Um, one of the reflections I'm starting to have now, probably in the last few months, is you need it. Um, and there are times in your life where you, you better start using it because every the journey that we're all on is a journey of growth. And we're all trying to expand in, in, in ways, in, in sort of our love lives, uh, in, in personal, in, in work, in business. So we're going through this expansion. And 
that's that ego, what it does, it tells you, look, you're good enough. Um, what you see in terms of competition, you can match. In fact, you can you can triumph as long as you work hard enough. Um, you can get what it is that you need to get. You just got to put the work in. So it's a, it's a, for me personally, what I've, I'm tapping into, it's a level of aggression that I think I need at a particular phase in order to get me over the hump because you play this humble card and this grateful card, um, I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I'm humble, I'm humble, I'm humble. You don't move. I find personally, you're not moving. So you have to kind of switch between the gears. It's almost like every step you take with uh, progressing, you're humble, but then you know that you need to keep pushing. Um, so I think I think to, to, to your point, it's, it's how can you yield uh, ego in a way that pushes you further than you can ever imagine, but at the same time also helps others. Um, but I, I really think that the the negative connotation or how people look at it is is needs to be questioned yeah. because it's not all bad. And that's whenever someone says ego, that's yeah. the only thing that comes to mind. Oh, don't play with yeah. that. That's yeah. bad. I think also you need to be balanced but, as well because if you're if you're sat around the table and everyone around you is an expert on a particular topic and you're actually not, then in that context you should kind of know where your position is on that particular topic. And yeah, take, a, yeah, and take yeah. a step back in that position if you if you are actually the person who's the least experienced in that field and actually haven't shown any results but the people around you have it doesn't make sense for your voice to be the loudest person at the table because that's where i think that because that's where ego could has its drawbacks and we I've, we've yeah, come across yeah, people yeah. that do stuff like that right so that's why it's, i think you should balance it out where in areas where you're strong mm. and where you know that you've done this already you've proven yourself then flex a little bit more but in areas where you know that you're not the smartest person around the table and other people have done more then that's where you need to balance and take a step back potentially and not not push it as much daniel you're, you're awfully quiet for a reason please tell us i know there's no particular reason i'm just trying to listen to your what your individual thoughts are so daniel do you have an ego <laughs> Everyone's got an ego. No, yes, Dan, sorry. No, we, Let me answer your question. Yes, yes Daniel has the ego coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, alter ego chest here. Relax yourself. <laughs> Where's your ego? Do you believe? Because, because I think one of the negative areas that people talk about ego is being self-absorbed. Do you believe that you're self-absorbed? <laughs> This is not even a shot for T. I'm going to ask each and every one of you this question okay, because I was enough, reading something enough, about this. Enough, enough. In, so, what, in what, in what, in what, in what, okay, um, to answer your question, yes and no. In certain areas, hmm. places I'm confident in and things in, you know, my ability and my skills, I would be more confident. Yeah. But in areas that I'm not, I'm more willing to, or not more willing, I'm, I'm more inclined to listen and to mm. learn. When you say self-absorbed, you mean just always thinking about yourself? So, see, that's the problem. because And this is why everyone, when we say something, people always go to the extreme mm. of it. Because <laughs> let's be honest, everyone thinks about themselves. In, like, in situations, you think about yourself. Like when it comes to the job that you want to take or what, what time are we recording this podcast? Oh, I need to think about what time suits me. Like myself. we all, yeah. it's just... What I sometimes don't like is whenever we use a word, we always think about the extreme oh, yeah. and the negative yeah. element of it versus saying, you know what? Because ego is, comes with being self-absorbed, these different elements, which we all have an element of. Mm. Where it turns wrong is when it's all about like to the extreme and it's like, I'm selfish. I don't care about anyone. I'm going to do anything to just get my way. Then that's when it gets to the unhealthy element of ego. Yeah, I'd even go one step further and say, I agree with you there. I'll say, you got to know when to switch a particular ego on to get you to the next 
phase. Mm. Have you had to? You got, Can you, you give an example of when you've had to do that? Um, Is that when you tried to get Lauren? Now all he's taking a shot at Daniel and P. I'm the sidelines ready. The thing is, you're making me think now. Probably there was certainly a level of ego because the thing is, you've got. You've got let's say let's say like this. In school, you've got a number of, of young black boys that all think they look mm. good, right? And so I remember when we was in the school corridors, she was playing. I, I, I make this joke all the time. I said you was playing with Michael Mears and he was playing. There was a bunch of other girls in it, and I wasn't in the corridor at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't I, wait, 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 let me finish what I'm saying. <laughs> and I used to I used to see him play, and I was thinking to myself, yo. I know I got more Mac than mm-hmm. what he's got going. Like, <laughs> That's my man. <laughs> of course, there is, there is, there is the ego. But then again, look, look what it, look what it's, it's led to. So I think, I think, um, I think. But going back to your, going back to the earlier question though is, yes, I'm starting to think now. How can I use ego the, in the right way to really excel and push? Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm starting to be a firm believer in you need to take whatever you can to motivate you to push forward. Because sometimes what motivated you when you were sort of 19 and 20 uh, is not going to work anymore. And so you've got to find at that particular phase in your life, if this is what is going to do it for me, then I've got to work with it. Maybe I try it, maybe it works for a bit and then it, and then it fades out. But um, this is what I, I'm sort of reconciling and saying, you know what, maybe I, I've got to try and use ego in some parts to get ahead. So I think right now what I'm doing is I'm thinking to myself, like the whole thinking bigger is it, there's an ego attached mm-hmm. to that. You know, sometimes we say, oh, I just need a few, you know, a few properties. I just need a certain level of income. I just need uh, this type of uh, apartment. I'm thinking I want myself, it all cuts. Yeah, why, yeah, why not push like for, the, for, the, for, for, for everything and, and, then, and then see, but, th- but that is a, mm-hmm. a level of ego attached to it. Um, and then I guess what's happening, you're trying to balance it out with your why in terms of, well, it's not just for me, it's for my family, it's for my brothers, it's to make sure that the team is also benefiting. So I think that's where perhaps the balance is. But I think you need it. And one one thing I wanted to say, also, I made a note here is when, when I'm studying success and I'm seeing what you see, you see a lot of people today in positions where they're super wealthy and they're super rich. And you find, and this is a very important point for me, I think, is... You'll see, they talk, these people today talk a lot about being humble, being grateful, um, don't have an ego, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But keep in mind that they are already rich. They are already wealthy. If I was to, what I'd like to know is when you was in that space where you was on a come up and you was starting from zero, I promise you, and I can almost guarantee and bet, they weren't talking about being humble then. They weren't talking about, um, you know, be, be thankful. They were trying to sort of yield that ego to get them to where they are. So I think, we sh- I, I sometimes say don't confuse people that are successful and what they're telling you where they are now versus what they would have told you when they were in the same position as where you are now. Hmm. How do you guys deal with, because when it comes to the unhealthy part of ego, and I just want to get you guys feedback, not sending any shots, no shots. <laughs> I, the element with, with ego that I think a lot of people struggle with, myself included, is stop, have like us or me trying to stop thinking that I need to be perfect because I think your ego challenges you thinking, Oh, I'm perfect. And then also being vulnerable because I think a lot of times with your ego, you never like to feel or be seen as weak or not perfect in a particular situation or 
allow yourself to be vulnerable. So how do you guys address that unhealthy part of ego? No, I don't think that's the part of the ego I'm not, I'm not trying to tap into. I, that, that, in a sense of... So you don't feel like you've... You feel like you're vulnerable in... I no, I do that. I, like I think, I think we've shown it time and time over the podcast. I think maybe also the discussion is helping me to understand there are different categories of ego, mm. and which one are you trying to tap into? Um, but the part of the part of being vulnerable, you know, I'm not going to try and be. I, I don't want to be a hard man in in front of my wife and say, look, I think there's other ways to to show that you you have everything secure, protected, moving forward. Mm. Um, but no, trying to not cry or not be vulnerable. No, 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 no. I don't. That's not that's not the ego that. I'm referring to. I just think it's more about Mm-mm. unlocking more value of yourself uh, in terms of getting ahead. Got it. What about the rest of you guys, um, DJ? I think it's being self-aware. Mm. I think being aware of the fact that, well, I don't believe perfection can be achieved. I think you can only improve and make better, but perfection can't be ever um, achieved. But also where... It's been, uh, yeah, it's been about being self-aware, knowing that you every day is a day for learning, an opportunity to grow and to learn something new. The day you think you've arrived, the day you're in big trouble, mm. because there's always someone going to be out there who's smarter than you, knows something more than you, or is better mm. than you at something. But it's also being comfortable within yourself that you, it doesn't have a negative impact mm. on you. The day you because the day you've all... arrived, the day you think you've arrived, the day you're in trouble. Hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. A quick, a quick, a quick plug. A quick plug. I saw this on 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 AJ's um, um, Instagram. I think they had a, they it reached a particular milestone. What he said, and I, and I love it, is um, no no destinations, only milestones. Mm. So it ties in very well with Dan your point also about the day you think you, you. It's not about arriving anyway. It's about constantly being on that journey to um, grow and 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 get to that point mm. of excellence. Actually, I was just thinking, I was reflecting only about the question that you asked and especially about ego. So for me, it's specifically on the vulnerability topic. I actually see vulnerability as a, as a strength. So when individuals can show that, I think they've, they've got so much self-awareness and self-confidence in themselves that they're okay with kind of showing that side and, and not thinking people will judge them in a certain way because they're, they're kind of sure where their intentions are. So whenever I see anyone that shows that, for me, it comes as like a, I view it as a source of strength. But I was just thinking about the ego topic and I was reflecting. When I was in college and uni, um, I remember whenever I'd first meet people, after I got to know them and became friends, they'd always tell me afterwards, you know, sure, when I first met you, I thought you were super arrogant. And I never understood why people... <laughs> I never understood why people would say that. And then this kept consistently coming through, especially around university time. And I just sit and reflect and think, what is it? Like, I don't think I'm doing anything that, like, what when I meet people, I'm just trying to be myself. But then I'm coming across as very arrogant, etc. And I didn't understand why. And I think when I evolved through university, especially at the end of university and going into the professional space and being in a completely new environment, new people, new country, everything, I really try to be more self-aware of how I would come across, especially when I first meet people. I don't think I, I don't think I can necessarily tone myself down, but I was just conscious of the words that I'm saying to not come across in a particular way. And I'd rarely get that feedback anymore, unless someone's going to hit me up after this podcast and be like, "Yo, Shul, I met you last year, and I thought you were you were really arrogant." But, but Shul, quick question, because I've got a, th- a few points on this. Is is why do you think that they? I mean, how many times are people saying this to you? A lot. Uh, in uni and college, I got this a lot, yeah. It, to the point where at the beginning when I met someone, 
we were like just getting to know each other, blah, 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 even as friends. And then after, say, six or 12 months down the line, I'd get the line of, oh, you know what, actually, you're, you're like, we're really cool. We've got a great relationship now. But when I first met you, I thought you were X, Y, Z. I was like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah so, but actually, actually wait, 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 has actually, you know what's interesting? You're making me think now to the first time we met uh, in New York. <laughs> and what I would, hang on, what answer that? Now, you sure you want to mention this on the podcast? <laughs> no, I'm interested. No, 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 no it's fine. I'll tell you why, I'll tell you why, because we're going to bring it back to where it is, it is of value to our, to our um, yeah. audience. When I, when I first met you over that yeah. week, because I, I, I think I know why people are yeah. saying this. Um, what I saw was someone... Because it's true. No, wait, 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 no, no, no. It's not, cause, cause wait, wait. What were they saying? What were they saying? They were saying that you was full of it. They're not was, necessarily full of it, but I just came across as quite arrogant. All right, cool. So so, so when I, so when we first met in New York, um, uh, and then we had, I think, the, the first few yeah. days, here you've got this guy that basically uh, presents himself super clean, right? So suits, ties, uh, clean-shaven... Uh, is very confident in, in in how he speaks. We used to have like these uh, freestyle sessions where you'd stand up and ask a question, and it's, it was almost like, hang on, I've got a, I've got to prepare. What I've, and this guy's not preparing, but his questions are better than mine. So I think I think, and I think it's it's a, it's more of a compliment than it is it is a um, criticism. Is that you're perhaps you perhaps quite early in, in being maybe a finished article at your age in in what you're doing. So quite, I'd say mature to the point where someone like myself is is looking at you thinking. Like you're quite a finished piece, and I'm still working on myself. And so, if I criticize you, then it's because I'm not. It's a self reflection on myself. I'm not where yeah. you are, so I'm telling you, you know, you're too much. Kind of, kind of step yeah. down. The other thing, and I, I think, I think it was a lot of that. And so, but what you have to keep in mind is because I didn't say that, it means I'm not like the other guys. You know what I mean? So come <laughs> I was gonna on. say it sounds like it, it sounds mean, like you're know I mean? insecurity. That might... No, no, but that's but that's what, but but I could looking back now, I could definitely see that yeah. from you. And so, like, you're noticed in a room. It's not like you're you're sitting in the corner. You won't know who that guy is. Like, you're gonna know. Okay, this is the guy that is a is a um, outgoing. He, he speaks very highly of himself. He's almost like he's been there and done. It. He's made it. That's how he feels about himself. Um, but one thing I've, I, I I saw is that you only you find that you only get criticized by people that are below you, not above you. Mm-hmm. And there's something very is very important for to keep in mind. Not all the is time. Is that. You sometimes you, uh, you, for get, the, for you the, get. I wouldn't even use the word criticism, right. but you get feedback from people that could be mentors or people that know you really well and say, "Hey, you know what? I know you're not arrogant, but this could come off as being arrogant, or this is too much." Because I've given I've given friends of mine who I know are not egotistical or arrogant, and they've told me a story, and I'm saying, "Okay, I can see why that person reacted that way. Maybe you should have toned down a little. Or maybe this." You could like, I don't agree that it's always from people that's beneath you. I think I think that, but I think in that context, Olu, probably because you're a good friend and you're trusted, then in that sense you can do it. But you know, initially when you meet people for the first time, and I guess in that I would probably in that situation I think I'd probably lean more towards Pabilo, where if you meet someone for the first time and you don't know them very well, if it comes across or if they perceive it in quite a bad way, then typically it's. I I think anyway, it's more of a reflection of them rather than you and your actions. But I'm telling you, because because I, I, and maybe to to Shaw's point, it's more how how well you know that person. But I found if I've been given feedback, quote unquote, mm. feedback from someone who I don't know so well, and the feedback is necessarily on the more negative side, um, I've actually learned to whatever they've told me now, may right or wrong, whatever they've said that I I should stop doing, I do more of. <laughs> Because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I've qualified in my mind. I've said that mm-hmm. person is not where I want to be. I wouldn't swap my position with that person. 
So I'm not going to take the advice and mm-hmm. tone it down. In fact, you've probably given me a signal that I'm actually doing something. Maybe I should do more of. Uh, and I've had this example in, 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 in um, there's a few times it's happened. I've mentioned it to you And I thought, if I do more of this, I'm only going to help more mm-hmm. people. So I think a lot of the times you have to, I, I, I like at the time, I go back to when we was in New York. I used to think to myself, hang on, this guy, I'm going back in the room and I'm writing out my questions and planning. And then I'm coming back out. And then she was like, no, I didn't plan my questions. I, just, I went to bed straight away. And I'm like, this guy, but what's this guy? Don't believe those guys. Me. Those are the same people so, at university that get A stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't revise. But they stayed up all night studying. I never listened to that. And the thing is, the thing is, I think it depends. It depends. At that moment, I could have said, you know what? I don't like this dude. I ain't really, nah, I don't really fit. He's too much for me. But that, I'm speaking I'm speaking about myself. Mm. It has nothing to do with Shuel. So everyone at, at Shuel's university that said to him, you know what? I used to, I thought you was a dick, blah, blah. They're talking about themselves, mm. man. No, I, I I obviously can't say for my interaction with you. Well, I can't say when I first met you. That's my impression. Yeah. I didn't have that impression, but I you never know based on sort of the feedback you received at university. Maybe you uh, you adapted and grew, like took on some of that feedback, and that's now made you even a more approachable person mm-hmm. right now. So I can't. I just yeah. I don't always say it's from someone that's. I think there's yes. There's a majority of time that is people's insecurity. Yeah. But there's also sometimes where I think if someone tells you on the spot, yeah, I don't really like this. Mm. Yes, a lot of times they don't really know you. Mm-hmm. But you'll be surprised that someone might have the wrong impression of you yeah. based on something. And then in the future, you become good friends and, they, and you have that relationship. And they say, hey, I know you're nothing like this. Mm-hmm. But based on X, Y, and Z, it could have been perceived as this. I believe you should always try and listen and mm-hmm. see how you can grow in that. No, 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 no. Oh, to your point, to your point, I, I'm listening attentively. But then what I'm doing is because you have to understand with feedback, you can choose to accept or not accept. And so um, I'm listening. Ex- I'm listening very carefully to what everybody says. I'm not disregarding anyone's comments. But what I'm doing is I'm going back and I'm saying to myself, OK, cool. On what basis should I what pieces should I take from what they've said? Or, you know what, disregard the whole thing and do more of what they said. But that's on me. Yeah, cool. But actually, yeah, going back to Olu's point, if I reflect, there were times at uni that I was definitely a twat like 100 percent. so i can see why people would uh would have thought that so uh cool so p is there anything else that we want you wanted us to discuss around the the ego aspect um maybe any any final remarks is there anything you guys are going to do with ego moving forward or you're pretty much this conversation hasn't changed your mind in terms of where you stand and what you want to do with it daniel what's what's your view initially well i just, I just think it's just being con- I'm not the thing I'm not, not that I'm convinced I don't I wouldn't be some convinced to using it to the detriment of others of course not and I would say just saying use your ego when I say ego I just I think of it more of confidence mm. rather than ego self-worth only because ego has such a negative connotation and I think that's maybe something I need to come out mm. of the mindset of and maybe that's why I'm articulating articulating it in this way but it's just more thinking of yourself in a confident manner but also knowing when to turn it down or knowing when 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 is the appropriate time to use it because confidence is also admired and respected when you're confident in a conversation with someone or a group of people they value what you're saying more and you sound sure of yourself rather than being someone who's uncertain Mm. of what they're saying your confidence gets me hyped boy i'm telling you if I see confidence, so boy, exactly. And if someone isn't confident, you're you're not necessarily believing what they say. 
and they almost come across as not as authentic. So I would say just being confident in all areas, but also don't use that confidence in a way that shuts you down from learning from others yes, yes, at the same yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, yes. I, I can only fully agree with, with you, Daniel. I think uh, it's a tool which can be used to get people to where they want to go and where they want to be. And as, as long as it's not at the detriment of those around you and you're not saying, oh, well, that person is not doing X and Y and Z not very well, but I'm doing it much better. That's the case where ego isn't, it doesn't really feel, it doesn't sit well with me. But if you're doing it to progress yourself and get your value shown across to the people around you, then I think it's, a, it's actually a great tool to use. And there's people out there, honestly, there's people out there who know 50% less than another person on a topic, but because they actually have the belief in themselves and they have that certain ego, they get the results and they actually have the action. And do it. What's your, what's your, what's your uh, final say on it? Uh, your ego will save you. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I think I think we've had a great I think we've had a great discussion on um, your ego has your ego has to be strongly connected to your self awareness because I think it's a switch that you turn on when you need it and you need to turn it off when it's not in the right it's not appropriate for the environment that you're in. Um, but I do think there's an element of your ego will save you. Yeah. So moving on to the book review. Do you want me to do it? Uh, so, no, it's cool. No, so this so this week actually it's not it's not a book review. It's actually a magazine. Um, it's a an issue uh, which um, I've subscribed to XXXL. No, of course this guy. <laughs> I've subscribed to it on a monthly basis, and it's called Your Property Network. And so many of our listeners know that um, property is a vehicle for us that we use to build our wealth, um, and it's something that we plan to do over the next 15, 20, 25 years, and really become establish ourselves as experts in this space. And one, um, and we, and our listeners also know that we're big advocates of educating yourself as you go along on your journey. For me, I cannot strongly, I can't strongly recommend, is that how you say it? Strongly recommend? I can't, um, I recommend this this magazine strongly for anyone who is first starting off in property or is very advanced in property because what this, what this magazine has, what it has is real life case studies where you can actually um, read and understand um, sort of somebody's reason for starting, what projects they're working on, the numbers behind the projects, and so it, it brings a, a nice uh, rea reality and inspiration to, to your own journey. But it's every week there's a different feature. Uh, so you could have something on HMOs, on rent to rents, on commercial developments. There's always something about financing mortgages. There's always something about something uh, like, for example, one of the last magazines I read, which was about plumbing. So that you can, it's, it's a great uh, source of information uh, if you're definitely in the property space. And if, and if you're not in the property space, and you're in your other field, I would recommend you looking into something like a magazine or like something which you can subscribe to on a monthly basis, which feeds you um, the information that you need to be on your journey. So, um, but yeah, it's called Your Property Network. Uh, it's at 9.95 a month. Um, and it may just be what you're looking for if you're starting off in property to give you that encouragement and that boost uh, to keep going. And it inserts that level of belief. Because like we said, if you if you sometimes you need to see sometimes more people doing something for you to realize, you know, I can actually do this myself. And actually, just to just to add, uh, Pabila recommended this magazine to me, I think, uh, a few months ago now. And it has been very, very, very insightful. And just to hear and read, I think what Pabila said, just to hear and read about other people's real life examples of what they've done and how they've built so much so quickly. 
um, and the ups and downs of the journey as well, not just the the, the kind of highlight reel of it. Um, it's been, it's been exactly. a fantastic, fantastic read. So um, it was funny, actually, because once I signed up to it, after about two or three months, I kept seeing this random direct debit coming out of my account every month. And I was like, what the hell is this? I did not sign up for this. And then I checked and I realized it's obviously the, the magazine. But otherwise, I was very quick to cancel it. So I was thinking, this is, I don't know what I'm paying for here. Um, and then I, linked, then I linked it to the magazine. Question. But yeah. A question to each of you. What do you find, what do you, Pete, you said you strongly recommend it. What is the most one valuable thing you get from the magazine each month, or what is the one thing you look forward to? I'm I'm looking forward to reading about about someone who uh, a real life case study, because the thing is sometimes what you miss out of YouTube is the actual case study. You miss the result. You because YouTube is a very much of a of a nice show reel. So people are kind of you know you take a Samuel Leeds, they 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 they're only giving you the crust, but there's a lot more to to the to the particular deal or, or rent to rent, for example. So what I'm the one thing I look forward to every time I open it, I know I'm going to read um, about someone uh, who's gone through a project that I can relate to or get or feel like I'm very close to. So for example, there was actually there was actually a gentleman that that has combined his healthcare under his healthcare experience with the property space, and he's actually gone into care homes. And so you actually see him taking his knowledge with his team and uh, uh, sort of veering off into the field of care homes, and, and he's doing very well in that space. To what Shuel said, it's not all upsides. You've also got the balance side of of where things can go wrong and mistakes, what to look out for. So um, that would be the one thing. Um, and then, and then, really, as I mentioned before, every field of of people are working on, if it's not property, has something like this. Try to do your best to find out what that that monthly subscription is. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, the biggest takeaway for me has been um, so one as I as I mentioned the hearing people go through their their journey and speak speak about specific types of deals i think that's been one thing another one is it's because i have a particular strategy in terms of what type of property i'm investing in and how i want to generate my income but then in that magazine because it gives you such a broad uh such a broad amount of case studies and different types of deals, different type of structures, people who are like converting pubs into multiple apartments, people who are converting old houses into commercial buildings and vice versa. It opens my mind up to all the different possibilities out there as well and where I would like to eventually yeah. get to once I've got my foundation built that I'm building out at the moment. So so one, yeah, to see the 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 ups and downs of people when they're going through specific deals and to opening my mind up to also the other possibilities that I just haven't become aware of yet. There's the biggest takeaway. And I think honestly for nine ninety five a month is a steal. I'm surprised I, I wouldn't be surprised if in six months or twelve months they increase the price. So I would recommend to everyone to if you're if you're in that space or if you're curious about it, to invest in it and have a read through. Okay, cool. Thank you for sharing. Cool, Peter. I don't know if you want to maybe repeat the name of it and uh, maybe where they can find the sure. sign up or something. Um, yeah, so so your property network. Uh, so you can go www.yourpropertynetwork.co.uk um, and then you can sign up for nine ninety five a month. Um, and I recommend it to people that haven't got any property, um, have thought maybe is property something I want to try. Just read, just get a sense of of if you like the language, if you like the case mm. studies, if you like the level of work required. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of case studies of people that have families. Um, so great stuff. Is it for first time buyers or more for investments? It's, uh, it's every single 
everyone. It's for everyone, honestly. Perfect. Okay, yeah, I'm signing up. Like, like uh, 100%. The next thing you do after this podcast, Olu, you have to <laughs> sign up ASAP. Cool, cool, cool. For sure. Appreciate it, guys, man. Appreciate it. Cool. Thank you. Dan, want to close that off cool. nicely? Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not going to be egotistical in my closing <laughs> remarks. We all know who your favourite called. We all know who your favourite. <laughs> anyway. It doesn't come natural to me. It just doesn't come natural. It doesn't come natural. I'm, I, I apologize. I apologize. But listeners, thank you very much for listening to episode 31 of Take Flight Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, let's even send us who you think is the most egotistical um, individual of the group. We'll, that'll be a nice poll. Okay. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. If you have any feedback for us, feel free to DM us on Instagram at Take Flight Podcast or you can email us at takeflightpodcast at gmail.com. And just to let you know, we have actually received feedback via our email. And that's, yeah, just wanted to give, keep you updated on that. But thank you very much. <laughs> See you next week. Have a blessed week and good weekend. Take care. God bless. Peace. Take flight. Peace. Take off, take flight.